Welcome to the Five for Two podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Hey guys, so this episode is all about tapping into your main character energy. The energy that reminds you that you're the lead in this story, in this thing we call life. You can take total ownership of your career, but first you've got to find that energy. But before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to talk about how finding your main character energy and tapping into it is a continuous thing and how recently that's really affected me and how I show up in my business, in my career, in all of it. So if you follow me on Instagram, you might already know, but very recently, after two, almost three years of my signature one-to-one coaching program being called the Confident Career Accelerator, which makes sense because, you know, I confidently help women find the next steps in their career and building your confidence is such an important part of that. However, the name just stopped ringing true to me. It stopped, it just stopped meaning what I needed it to mean. And I also came to a realization that yes, I help women with their confidence and I help them with their career, but it's actually different from that. It's more than that. Like even for myself, the thing that I've helped myself do is I've proven to myself and everyone else that things didn't have to go the way they told me it had to go. I've proved to people that you can do things unconventionally and still be super successful. And when I say unconventionally, I mean, you guys all know, I didn't go to university. I didn't get the degree. I had only ever studied childcare. I worked in an industry for 10 years and then I was able to switch it up go into HR and recruitment with zero experience and zero qualifications, even after so many people told me there's no way, it's not possible. So many people said to me, there's no way you're going to make that much money. You're already doing well in your career. You've been doing it for 10 years. You may as well make this work because you're just going to sort of disappoint yourself and fall flat on your face. And then starting my first business with my business partner, a first aid company, which I never thought I'd ever be an entrepreneur. That was never the goal. My goal has never been to own my own business. And now look at me, a second business, running my coaching business. So what I realized was what I actually have done for myself is I've created my own lane. I've stopped worrying about what people say. And I've tried all the different options I could find to get to where I wanted to be. And in some ways, I got there quicker than everyone who followed the traditional route. And I found that I was happier and I was content in my career because I was doing what I loved and getting paid well for it. And that's when I really noticed that that's what I help women do. Yes, I help them confidently find their next career, but I do that by showing them how to create their own lane, by showing them how to use the skills and qualities they already have right now and using those to leverage a brand new career. Whether that's more money without getting more experience or whether they're trying to change industry and I help them to do that without any qualifications or with zero experience. Even women who have been turned down three, four times for promotions and pay rises, we're getting them there because I'm showing them how to focus on who they are, confidently believe in what they currently have now and use that to get what they want. And then some of the women that I work with, they're just done with nine to five. They're done with corporate. They're done with the corporate politics. They don't want to be there no more. They want to feel appreciated. They want to feel valued. And that means for some of them, 
going to smaller companies where they can get everything they want or leaving nine to five altogether and becoming an entrepreneur or growing their side business and eventually being able to leave nine to five because they're making enough money from their side hustle. So what is really happening is we are creating our own lanes. We are using everything we have right now, believing in everything we have right now. And that self-belief is literally overflowing onto everyone and everything around us and convincing them to believe in us as well. And that is a part of what today's episode is about. Today's episode is about finding your main character energy. Your main character energy revolves around self-belief. You won't believe that you deserve the things you want or can even have the things you want until you realize that the smallest skills that you have, the littlest things like being adaptable, being flexible, being a great communicator, the soft skills that you have are the things that will help you in your career. The best qualities in you, just being a loving, kind, nice person is enough to get you paid and get you into the career you want. But it's just all about how are you owning that main character energy? How are you leading yourself in your career? Anyway, so I just wanted to share that part. Like I said, my coaching program has changed names and I'm really happy about the name. We're all about creating our own lane. And now I want you to jump into the episode and see for yourself how finding your main character energy will help you do exactly that in your career. Hey guys. So today I wanted to talk about finding your main character energy And what that even means in terms of connecting that to your career. Because I know you hear it a lot at the moment, like main character energy, like be your own main character. And you should be. Story of your life, be the main character. But how does that translate into your career? I truly believe finding main character energy is game changing. It basically will help you not just feel great about yourself, because when you find that main character energy and you realise you literally are the main character in your life and all the comparison, all the worrying about what people think means nothing. In terms of your career, it will help you believe in what you have, what you bring to the table not be so confused over career changes and new beginnings. It literally will help you with life in general. And of course, I'm talking about careers. So your main character energy will get you into the right room and obviously get you that money, honey. (laughs) Because you know, this show is called Five for Two because we do not sacrifice five days of misery for two days of fun. So I'm not about to let you sacrifice a happy career for money. Like we don't sacrifice one for the other. We get it all. We get both. Like there isn't, oh, I enjoy my job, but I'm not paid well. Or I'm paid really well, but I hate my job. Nah, we get both over here. So the way you get that with ease, without the stress, without the hardship, main character energy. And main character energy doesn't need to be this complicated thing. It doesn't need to be this like scary, like, ah, I'm not a big personality. I'm an introvert. I'm not the type of person that has like big energy. It's not about big energy. It's about confident energy. And that's the difference. A lot of people think of main character energy as being like this big, loud, in your face. No. Why? Confidence is quiet. When I was at my shyest, and I still feel like I'm a shy person, but when I was at my shyest, I was always really confident. What I knew, I knew. And what I didn't know, I didn't know. But that weren't my business. I've always been quietly confident. And I think that confidence is so much more about how you approach things and how you feel about yourself than it is about 
how you act on the outside or the characteristics that we usually associate with being confident. My most extrovert clients have the most lack of confidence and the most mindset shit. And that's honest truth. My most extrovert outgoing clients have the most mindset issues, the most worries, the most fear. A lot of being an extrovert, some of it is just bravado. It's just put on to cover up the lack of confidence. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. So when I talk about main character energy, I'm talking about your branding, your personal branding. People always think like, oh, you only have branding in business. Nah, you have branding in your career. You have branded yourself as someone throughout your career, whether you're the laid back one, whether you're the lazy one, no one wants that title, whether you're the motivator, whether you're the problem solver, whether you're the leader, we all create a persona for us. And if you don't create it, someone will create it for you. And I'll say that one more time. If you don't create it, someone will create it for you. And that's when you have your boss, your family, your friends, people telling you who you are rather than you showing them who you are and you owning it because you're waiting for outside validation. You're waiting for someone to say, oh, yeah, you're really good at this before you say, actually, I'm going to own this. And that's what I want you to find. I want you to find your main character energy because I know how much it will change things for you, not just in your career, but in your life. And you do that by finding the things that come naturally to you and just one thing. I feel like we try to do way too much too fast. And that's what keeps us stuck. And when it comes to finding this main character energy, it starts off with just one thing. When you figure out your one thing, ah, ah, the way you feel about yourself is so different. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. How we figuring out our one thing, how we find our main character energy. When you figure out your one thing, it becomes your self-confidence, which in turn becomes your brand, which then creates demands around you and your skills and everything, just everything about you. And who here doesn't want more self-confidence? Who doesn't want to create demand? Like when you create demand around you and who you are, do you know how easy it is to get the jobs you want, to open the doors that you never thought could open? And it will feel Everything in your career will feel so much easier. It will feel so much more aligned with who you really are. And it makes money making so much easier. That feeling that you have, the feeling of feeling stuck when you're like annoyed and frustrated, it helps to shift that and move that because you're operating at a different level. You're not operating from uncertainty. You're operating from knowing the one thing that makes you stand out. The one thing that gives you main character energy. Like once you're operating from there, everything changes. So a lot of people have no idea how to get it. We're here craving change, a lot of us. A lot of us are craving a career change. A lot of my clients, a lot of people I know, they're desperately wanting a career change, but they've got no idea how to get it, where to find it, what that looks like. But if you start operating from your main character energy, if you start building your personal brand, you'll start finding those things so much easier. I want everyone to find that thing, that thing that makes them great, that thing that makes them feel so good about themselves, that thing that makes you realize that all the years of doubt, all the years of comparison were not worth it at all. All those years were a waste of your time. Finding your main character energy is your top priority. 
is the top priority in becoming so confident in your one thing, then adding as many things as you want after that. But being confident in just the one thing first, that it outshines everything and everyone else. And I don't mean that in a competitive way, but just you being your most confident, authentic you becomes so magical, so strong that people are drawn to it. It's like a beacon. You know, like Batman has that bat signal (laughs) and he can see it anywhere in the sky in Gotham, like literally anywhere. That is how people will react to you. They just won't miss your aura or your energy. It becomes contagious because you're just being you and you're loving you. It becomes easy for you. So you're like, what's this one thing, Adele? Tell me the one thing. Tell me the one thing. Your one thing, my one thing, everyone's one thing. It's totally different. So my one thing is problem solving. You don't hear me talk about this all the time. Like, oh, I'm a good problem solver. I'm a great problem solver, actually, guys. (laughs) And the reason I can say that because when I talk about how I can problem solve and what I've problem solved in my life and in my career and other people's careers, it makes me feel good. I feel confident. Now, if I was to talk about other things, other skills that I have, they might not hit the same way. They might not feel the same way. Of course, I've got a lot of learned skills. There's a lot of things I can do because I've learned them. But that problem solving thing, that thing that's in me, very natural to me. And I've probably got better at it and learned more over time but it's something that I just when I talk about it it feels great so it doesn't matter what industry I'm in you guys know I've been in so many different industries well not so many different ones but you know quite a few and being in different industries I've had to carve out who I am in each of those industries and who I am is the same person in every single industry but I just had to tap into my one thing my one thing is problem solving Originally, I always used to think, oh, people like me. And that's what makes my life easier. And that is true. I do think I'm pretty likable. And that's such a great quality. But I'm a problem solver at heart. And cultivating my brand around that means when I go to interviews, I don't really care what else you want. I'm going to connect my one strength, my one thing to all the things you've got on that job description. I'm going to show you how my one thing is going to help you at your company so that you're going to want to hire me. I'm going to speak to my coaching clients. And the thing I'm focused on is I know I'm a good coach because I'm great at problem solving. Another coach might say they've got so much empathy, they can tap into that side of people. And that's what makes them good. Another coach might say they might be a financial coach and they might be like, I am so good with money and numbers and attracting money. That's my one thing. Knowing your one thing is such a massive confidence boost. And if you think to yourself, I don't have my one thing. I don't know what that is. I'm telling you, it doesn't always have to be an actual skill. It could be a quality. I told you about the time I interviewed someone not long ago and she said that her top skill, her top thing was empathy. And she sold the shit out of empathy and how it connected to all different areas of the job that she was applying for. And I was so impressed. I've had people tell me that their personality, like they're so naturally charismatic that they can motivate people and they don't know how, but people are always motivated when they just say like one or two things and that's their thing. I have people that say to me, I'm not good at anything, Adele. I had someone say to me, I'm not good at anything except for administration. And I said, sis, do you know how many people don't want to do administration? Me being one of them. I have learnt it as a skill and I'm good at it because I have learnt it repeatedly. I'm in HR, I'm in recruitment, I do loads of admin. So I have learnt to be good at it, but I do not like it. I will happily pay someone to do the admin in my business. I would happily pay someone to do most of the administration in our company just because it's a lot. Having that skill and realising that you can do all the little bits. Like I can do admin, but there's loads of little like quick tricks that people do on Word and Excel. And I'm like, oh, okay. I I thought I was good. I thought I was like intermediate slash advanced, but you're advanced advanced. And they don't even see it because it's so easy to them. And that's where you find your main character energy. 
It's so easy for you, you take it for granted. It's so easy for you, you don't even think of it being a skill. You don't think that people will throw money at you because you're better at administration than they are. You don't think that companies will win these administrators. And the better you are, the more money you can ask for, the more flexibility you can have with your time. But you have to own it. This is the thing about main character energy as well. Waiting for someone else to tell you you're great at it is not how you own it. Now, don't get me wrong. I do want you to pay attention to what people are praising you for. Because sometimes people are repeatedly telling you you're good at something you're not even paying attention because like I said, it's easy for you to take it for granted or you just don't necessarily agree. I want you to tap into that because I want you to start to own it, own it for yourself, believe it, know it, find examples, find evidence that you are good at that thing. I could tell you a thousand different stories about me problem solving for myself, for family members, for my mum, for my daughter, for my clients. I can find thousands of times when I've helped people out of a situation that seemed really, the answer seemed really easy for me, but they were like, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. Now I could just be like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like it was easy for me. No, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. It's my thing. You don't need 10 things to be great. You already come with gifts, talents, strengths. They're built into you. Have you ever met that person who's so good at giving advice to other people, but rubbish at taking it for themselves? Even that's their thing. Their thing is they're great at giving advice. They're great at supporting people. Even if they're not good at giving it to themselves, they don't need to worry about that. Focus on the thing that you're good at. I always tell you guys, stop focusing on all the things that you feel like you don't have and focus on the thing that you know you're great at. Focus on the thing that people come to you for. Focus on the thing that feels easy to you. Confidence lies in that place when you feel aligned, when it feels right. Now, don't get me wrong. As magical as it is to find your main character energy, we are humans and we have a human brain and human feelings and human emotions. And you will still feel moments of unsurety and feel stuck. FYI, that's also your next level calling you. And I might go off on a little bit of a tangent now, but when I think about like those moments when you don't feel sure, those moments when you're feeling super stuck and it's constant, every day you feel stuck in your job, every day you don't feel motivated. It's your next level calling you, but you're resisting it. When you feel like something just isn't right, but you refuse to move because of fear of the unknown. So you get more and more frustrated. You get more and more disheartened. You get more and more unmotivated at work. That push-pull still even happens to me, but it's because your next level is calling. When my soul was being called to coach and it was telling me that your next thing is coaching other women, coaching other people, I had that push-pull because I was already enjoying my job. I was supporting people. I was doing recruitment. I was helping people find work. I was training people with interviews. Like I was already enjoying what I was doing. But this was my next level calling me to support people in a more deep way, to support people with their career, to support them with their confidence in a totally new way that I hadn't even thought of. But I was resisting because I don't know anything about marketing. I don't know anything about being online. I've had a business before, but I had a business partner and we were both doing it together. I've never done it on my own. Social media isn't my thing. But when I revisit my one thing, and that's what I'm talking about, when I think of all the reasons why I shouldn't have been a coach, I revisit my one thing. And my one thing, the fact that I'm a problem solver and the fact that I love helping people, the fact that I can solve the crap out of some stuff. And I love helping women go out into the world and be their most confident self, like this insane level of confidence so that they can achieve all their wildest dreams. I can tap right back into my confidence. Do you see what happens when I 
when I talk about it, when I tap into it, like the energy, I'm sure you look can feel it in my voice. Like when I tap back into that confidence and I remind myself for all the things I've not done before, for all the things I'm not good at, for all the scary things, I can solve some stuff. That makes me feel good. And when you feel good, you operate from a different place. You operate from a place of power. When you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to go for this job, even though, you know, I'm not really good at this and I'm not really good at that and I've never actually done this, you operate at a lower level, at a lower frequency. You operate at a, okay, I'll try. Maybe I'll be good enough. Versus, do you know how good I am at this thing? Do you know how good I am at problem solving? Let me tell you how problem solving is going to help you to help me (laughs) so that I can get this job. It's just a different energy when you have that level of self-confidence. So for you to tap into that, like I said, what do you love? What do you find effortless? What do you keep getting praise for, even if you struggle to accept the praise? What do you see as your purpose? And I know that's a big one. And a lot of people say, like, I have no idea what my purpose is. What feels good? Not comfortable, because these are two different things. Not what feels comfortable, because even a job you hate is comfortable because you know how to do it. You know what to do, what not to do, you get on with it, like you know how that feels. So what feels good, even if it feels a little bit uncomfortable? Like for me, that's public speaking. <laughs> like there's times when it's like, nope, I definitely can't do that. Nope, it feels awful. Like, come on, guys, I'm an introvert. You already know this. Like it comes with the territory. Someday I'm like, no, I'm not about this public speaking life. But then when I get going, People start connecting. I start feeling the vibe within myself. I get excited and passionate. And by the end, I'm like, oh, I could do this every day. That's what I mean. It is actually easy for me, but it feels very uncomfortable. And you need that discomfort sometimes mixed with a little bit of like, a bit comfortable, bit of discomfort. You need that. You need the two mixed together. A bit of comfort with a little bit of discomfort. Stay focused on what's lighting you up in the busy times, in the mundane times, in the moments that seem so insignificant, what makes you just have that little smile like, oh, this was easy? Because we're always caught up in the normal day to day. We don't notice the things that are actually lighting us up, the things that feel good, the things that feel easy. Like I said, it's not comfortable. And if you do want to look at it from that way, like a comfortable way, they do sometimes feel comfortable, but at the same time, they feel uncomfortable. Just like I said about public speaking, it starts off super uncomfortable. But once I get into it and I finished, I'm like, oh, I re- this was really good. The first time I had to like train a group of people in a course, I was petrified. I still get butterflies. Even just before I'm about to record the podcast, I'm like, and then I'm here and we're doing it. And I'm like, what was I saying? This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do supporting other people to find their main character energy, supporting other women to figure out what makes them feel great. And then taking that and smashing every career goal you've ever set for yourself, every financial monetary goal you've ever set for yourself. Because the strategies are great. I love strategies. Me telling you, okay, when you go to your next negotiation, try this and say this, they work, they're helpful. But imagine coupling that with your main character energy. Imagine having the two work side by side. Imagine feeling good about the words that are coming out of your mouth because you're not trying to be anyone else. You're not trying to say things the way I would say it because you're coming from a different place than me. Yes, you might use the strategies as like a basic template, but within that you can insert yourself because you've found your main character energy. You've built your personal brand. People want to work with you because they're like, oh my gosh, she's really good at problem solving. I think she would be great. Let's have a conversation with her. Your boss starts to pay attention and then you remind them too. Like, I'm here. This is what I do for you. I'm amazing at it. 
Guys, by the way, if my voice goes in and out and sounds a bit like croaky, three days ago, I had no voice. I was ill. I had a cold and I'd lost my voice altogether. So I don't even know who I think I am over here recording a podcast three days later. But, you know, voice feels good to me. Sounds good. It's all right. But if you hear a little like, mm, you know what it is, just to let you guys know. <laughs> I want you to be able to tap into your main character energy because she's authentically you. She's the you that you would be if you didn't hold back. She's the you that's wor- like worried because you're worried about being judged. She's the you that you hide behind the worry. She's the you that gives zero F-U-C-K's. Zero. She's the part of you that only comes out every now and again. She's the part of you that would take risks. She's the part of you that enjoys life and doesn't compare herself. But she's the part of you that you suppress because we all suppress because, like I said, we're humans with a human brain doing human things. But in your career, building a personal brand is everything. When people hit my page, the two things they always say to me, you're always uplifting, like affirmations, confidence, talking about like loving yourself. And you talk about some money, Adele. And you're right. When you hit my Instagram, yes, I talk about some money because I want more money in more women's pockets because I know my life started to change the more money I started to earn. And no, I'm not saying money's going to sort all your problems out, but that whole like money doesn't make you happy, like mm, it affects your happiness. When you can't pay your bills or when you're living from salary to salary, that stresses you out. That affects your happiness, right? When you can help people that once helped you, when you can have amazing experiences because of money, it directly impacts the options you have in life and it directly impacts how you feel. And I can say that with all honesty because I've been poor, like real life, didn't have enough food in the house. Thank God we were never so poor that we didn't have a home. But times when there wasn't enough food for my mum to eat, times when there was just enough. My mum was lucky when I was little, I did not have the appetite I have now. Times when salad was for dinner, not because that's what my mum really wanted to make, but because that's all we could afford. Tomato, cucumber, lettuce. Like I know that life and I know how it feels to see your parents stressed out and worried and scared that we're going to lose the house. I know what it feels like to have bailiffs at the door, to come and repossess because you haven't paid the mortgage. I know what it's like for your parent to be gone because she's got three jobs and you have to take care of yourself at a really young age. I know those things. So therefore, when I see the flip side, I'm like, oh, okay. When you have money, those stresses don't even really exist. When you know that your emergency fund can cover you for the next two years if worse was to happen, those things don't stress you out. So you're not thinking of the daily, like, how am I going to pay this? How am I going to pay that? You're not stressing out. So money, yeah, it can't make you happy, but it directly affects that happiness. So when you turn up on my page, yeah, you're going to see me talk about some money. But more than that, I hope when you turn up on my page, you're going to feel that I want you to be earning money from a place of confidence, a place of being yourself, not a place of trying to be something you're not, but owning who you are. I can sit here literally and say to you, I do not like maths. Oh my gosh, I do not like it. But I have to run payroll as part of my job. And I'm I'm an ops director. I have to run payroll for staff sometimes. When I first ever had to run payroll, oh my gosh, it took so long. But do you know my claim to fame when it comes to payroll is always, hmm, I cut down the payroll process that took like two days. I cut it down to taking like four hours because I problem solved that crap. I was like, why don't you not do this, this, this and this? I'll tell you why, because I was trying to make it easy for myself. It wasn't even really trying to make it easy for them because I'm a problem solver. I fixed the problem and now everyone will praise me for that one thing and say like, oh my gosh, like you made our job so much easier, like just by suggesting a few adjustments to a spreadsheet, suggesting that we created something else. A few things 
These people have been doing payroll for years. I suggested one or two things and it cut the job down more than by half. Something that was taking them two days now takes them like between four and six hours because of me. Not because I'm good at math, because I'm a problem solver. And this is what I want you to understand. The things that you are good at can feed out and affect other things. So when you look at a job description next time, don't be intimidated. What about you is your great gift, your great quality? How does that connect to the job? How can you use that if you were offered the position? Talk about that at interview. Talk about that when you're negotiating money. Because not only can you connect it to the job, you feel good talking about it. People are attracted to things that sound good, feel good, look good. So when you are feeling good, that's the energy you're giving out. People have no choice but to respond. That is your brand. And when you own it, it becomes a part of who you are. Like I've got people that work for me and I'm like, oh my gosh, they organize our entire life. Without them, I don't know what I would do. Obviously, there was a time before them I was managing and there'll be a time after them I'm managing. But their brand is so strong that it makes me feel like I just need them to do it. It's just so much easier if they help me. It's just so much easier if they support me because they've built a brand around the fact that they can organize the crap out of anything. You know, those people that come into people's homes and you see them organize a wardrobe and you're like, wow, how they've made a living. They've made a brand off of that. Businesses have brands and individual humans, we have a brand. I've been headhunted from one job to the other because I built a brand. I made sure that in my industry, people know my name because I built a brand. And I haven't built a brand based on what other people think it should be. I built it around what I know I'm good at. That's the one thing I'm good at. That's the one thing I'm going to keep selling to you. And that's what your finding your main character energy is all about. What's the one thing you're good at? Now build on that. Just talk about that. Just think about that. And I know it sounds like, what? Just keep talking. Yes, because then from that, other things will come. Like I said, you start with one thing, just one thing. One thing changes so much and then you can build on it. Like I'm good at helping other people. I'm good at supporting people. But I start off with my one thing. I'm a problem solver and I will build from that point. So if you are struggling today to find the vibe, to find the energy, to be the main character in your own story, if you are stuck in your career because you are resisting change or you're scared or you just don't know what next, find your main character energy. Because when you start speaking to people from that place, the rooms open up. People start suggesting things to you that you didn't even think of or something happens and you're like, oh, this would be really good here. But you weren't even thinking about it because you weren't operating at that level yet. Your frequency wasn't there yet. Money, when I talk about money and I say to someone, I want some money, like I'm negotiating money at a job. I'm telling you, I'm going to come in and the problem that you've got, I'm going to be able to help you solve it. I'm looking at your job description and I'm saying, you see that thing? This is how I'll be able to help. And I'm explaining it. And I'm then giving examples of how I've previously helped people solve hundreds of different problems. And then based on that, I'm saying, because of that, I want this much money. I'm not operating from a place of, oh, but I do not have this little part of the experience. Or even if they say to me, oh, but you haven't got this part of the experience. So we wouldn't. Okay, but I've got this. And this is what I'm selling. I'm not selling anything other than my main character energy. I can't sell you what I don't have. So what I don't have isn't my business. So either you want what I have and you're going to pay me for it or you don't. But I can only operate from that place when I tap into my main character energy. Because I've still got a human brain and my brain will still say to me, mm, you're not that good. What if you get a client and your client doesn't get a result? Like my brain can still go there. No matter how many clients get results, no matter how many clients re-sign with me, no matter how many clients I've worked with, I'm a human and I still have a human brain. So I always have to tap back into my energy. Finding your main character energy is game changing and continuing to build on it month after month, year after year. 
it will shift your confidence. Those days when you don't feel good enough, you'll be able to remind yourself, even if I'm not good at all these things, even though today I feel like crap. Remember that time when I was doing that thing and I was really good at it. Just to give yourself a little boost sometimes. So if you haven't found your main character energy, I hope this podcast has convinced you that you need to. If you're still looking for that part of you, the part of you that you can talk about for hours and you can sell it in any career, any industry and make some money from it and you want some support to do it, reach out. My one-to-one coaching is amazing for finding main character energy. That's what changes everything for my clients, if I'm honest. They find that part and then they find the money. They find the job that they love. Like it all starts there. Like I've got clients that I don't even recognize six months down the line. And I'm like, who even are you at this point? And no, they don't suddenly become loud and outgoing. A lot of the people I work with are introverts. Some of them are already loud and outgoing, but the, the personality doesn't change on the surface. But the way they move, the way they do things, the things they achieve, it's like they, they, they literally compress time. They go from something that took them years to like weeks. They're smashing it. They're coming back to me like six months, a year later saying to me, Adele, can you imagine from when I first met you to where I am now? 20k 30k on top of their salary to do the same job when when they first came to me they were like there's no way I can no one's going to take me seriously they tap into that so if you've liked this episode reach out drop me an email drop me a message on instagram I would love to have a chat with you and find out if us working together is the right fit but guys go out there find your main character energy and then use it to your advantage remember when you found it it will start to feel easier I hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move. If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials, tag me on Instagram and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.